You're listening to a Sim Media podcast. Spooky friends, hello! Welcome to Deadbeat. I'm Grace. And today we are going to distract ourselves with some sci-fi. You know I love my sci-fi. If you didn't know, you do know that now. If you're new to Deadbeat, basically we pick two different spooky songs to talk about every episode and we use those to dive into pop culture history and just go down a bit of a rabbit hole. Usually the songs are tangentially related. Today, probably more tangential than usual, but that's okay. Every episode has a YouTube playlist with the songs in it, plus some other gems that I talk about at the end of the podcast. And a link to that playlist is in the show notes. If there's any content warnings or anything like that that you need to know, that's also in the show notes. Let's go. So how did I choose the tracks that we're going to vibe with today? Beyond the fact that they're sci-fi themed, well, they both have something to do with sci-fi movies that came out in 1958. Both of those movies had remakes in the 80s, and they're both called THE something. Just THE and then a noun. Yep, great planning skills, Gracie. So our first sci-fi song is called Beware of the Blob, and it comes from a 1958 movie called The Blob. So there's our first the and then noun. Now before we talk about the song, if you don't know what the blob is, imagine very, very scary red jelly. Probably raspberry or strawberry or something. It's like a strong, deep red but it's actually an evil extraterrestrial, and it can absorb things and use powerful suction, it can kind of move around, and it really, really hates the cold. Which is actually a little bit strange if you think about it, because you need refrigeration to make jelly, otherwise it can't set, but the blob hates being cold. Just a fun fact if you want to know how to beat the blob. I'm here to give you the information you need. It basically fell to Earth from somewhere, we don't know, and made a big crater, and it has decided to uh, menace a town. So The Blob was a movie that came out in 1958, and the effects for bringing The Blob to life are honestly kind of cool, especially for the time. I mean, they're not complicated, but they are weird, and every time someone is fighting against The Blob, it does look Kind of how you would expect someone fighting with a big gelatinous ball to look like. So good job, I guess. The Blob is a movie that's pretty tropey as far as alien invasion stories go. And I think it kind of made use of, but also it helped to establish certain tropes. Like the one with the Blob crashing to Earth and making a crater and people see it and go, Ooh, what's this? Is it a shooting star? Nope. That was used before and after the blob in other movies, but I think the blob kind of helped make it fashionable. But I should say that whatever tropes the blob uses, it does not use them seriously. It does not take itself remotely seriously. 
The Blob also received a remake in 1988. I'm not actually sure which one I prefer. I'm not going to have any Blob snobbery on this podcast. Blobbery. Okay, no. I I'm sorry. They're not actually very different movies, although the powers of the Blob are a bit more violent in the second one. It's also kind of a slightly paler colour, it's less like a deep red. In my opinion, a less delicious looking colour for jelly, but that's just me. But maybe one of the most exceptional things about the movie is the song. The theme song. This alien monster movie has its own anthem. It's by a band called The Five Blobs. Can we just appreciate the band name for a second? The Five Blobs? The band was formed specifically to write this particular song for this particular movie. They didn't just happen to exist with the name The Five Blobs already and the people who made the movie just found them and were like, uh, we found this band called The Five Blobs. Do you think we should get them to write for our movie called The Blob? No, they were custom made for this movie. They picked that name and they stuck with it. Perhaps the best part is that they actually released a few songs after The Blob. So they didn't have a big career, but yeah, The Blob band succeeded in the world. Anyway, for The Blob, they wrote a song called Beware of The Blob, which is used in the opening credits of the movie. You might think that a warning song saying to beware of the scary extraterrestrial that can absorb people would be kind of a foreboding vibe, might be kind of scary, but no, it's actually a very, very chill song. It's almost got like a lounge music vibe, there's saxophone. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and I really like how the song describes the blob as, like, I think it says a splotch. A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob. Like, based on the song, you might assume that the blob is something that might, I don't know, stain your clothes or something that's a bit of a nuisance. It is an entire song about being aware of the blob, but it fails to mention the most important thing about the blob, which is that it can kill people. That just isn't addressed. I mean, maybe they don't want to give any spoilers away, but I feel like it's kind of obvious. When you go to see a monster movie, you know what you're getting into. But no, the song is incredibly chill, and I love it for that. Also, fun fact, in the year that the movie came out, 1958, the song Beware of the Blob got to number 35 on the Billboard chart, so pretty cool. So the second song in our sci-fi adventure today was not specifically written for a movie, and definitely not performed by a band formed specifically for that movie, but it is very loosely based on a 1950s B-movie called The Fly. I am sticking with the THE noun, so we're on track. Also, I realise when I say B-movie, it sounds like I'm talking about THE B-movie, but this is actually THE Fly. So it is about an insect. 
but it isn't to be confused with the B-movie. Anyway, The Fly is not a movie about an alien like The Blob is. It's more of a catastrophic science-related movie. It's about somebody trying to crack the secret of teleportation and he's like, he's got it, he's doing great, he's made a scientific breakthrough and then something goes terribly wrong. With devastating consequences, naturally. And that was because a fly, you know, just an ordinary fly, housefly, what we're about to have a million off because summer's on the way, that's going to be fun, always looking forward to that. A fly just uh, got involved in the experiment in a way that uh, the scientist did not want or intend, without getting too spoilery. I think that if you're a massive drongo like me who likes sci-fi history, The Fly is really worth watching. It was based on a short story. It's got some pretty cool practical effects. It's got a weird, weird premise. It's got, honestly, a really great lead female character. It's also got Vincent Price, not playing a villain. If you don't know what most of Vincent Price's career was made of, it was playing villains in horror movies. He was super prolific and he did that great. He's amazing. But in The Fly, he's just an ordinary guy trying to fix the problem. He's uh, technically the brother of The Fly, which kind of sounds like it should be the name of a, of a knockoff movie. Brother of The Fly. Same with The Blob. The Fly had a remake in the 1980s. The remake basically takes the general idea of a fly accidentally being involved in a teleport experiment when no one wanted it to, and just kind of makes it a bit more medical. It's kind of gross, in a good way. Also, really cool effects. And it was made by a director called David Cronenberg, and I think he's kind of famous for making movies that you shouldn't eat your dinner while watching. But it's definitely a remake that changes many more things than the Blob remake did. The Blob remake, still good but it didn't radically change the story, whereas the Fly remake just takes the basic concept and goes in a bit of a different direction with it. Also, it has Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis, so instant plus. Okay, Fly-related music? The song that we're vibing with is very loosely inspired by the sort of existence of the Fly character within the sci-fi canon. It's not like, oh, I am going to write a song specifically about the events of this movie, The Fly. Nothing like The Blob. But it does pay tribute to that general idea, and it does give me the chance to talk at you about one of my favourite genres of music called Psychobilly, which is kind of rockabilly but goth. Or rockabilly but spookier. And probably one of the staples of the Psychobilly genre, at least originally, is The Cramps. So that's an American band started in the mid-70s, really campy, really spooky, and they love themselves a good B-movie, or fly movie in this case. Honestly, I think that the psychobilly genre needs more love. I'm probably just going to chuck some of my favourite psychobilly songs on the socials for this podcast, honestly, just so that you can see what I'm raving about. Anyway, the Cramps pretty much coined the term psychobilly. In 2003, there's an interview where they talk about how they think they kind of moved away from what Psychobilly is. It kind of went off in its own direction and became its own thing, took on a life of its own, which is still cool. But I think most people still associate them really closely with that genre. And in 1978, they made a song called Human Fly. 
This is what I mean when I say fly music. Incredible. This is a song that has been on my Halloween playlist for many years. And I think even if you don't like or don't care about The Fly as a movie, either of the movies, this is still a good spooky horror themed and just plain weird song. This is the part of the podcast where we go even further down the rabbit hole of weird sci-fi and music history, and I leave you with something I call the supplementary spooks. Ooh, what is that? If you don't know, that's basically a YouTube playlist that is in the show notes of this podcast, and it contains the two songs that we were vibing with today, Fly Song and Blob Song. I'm just going to call them that, that's much easier. Plus, it contains some extra gems that I want to share with you. So firstly, the Cramps Fly song, Human Fly, was very loosely based on the existence of the 1950s Fly movie. But I'm also going to share with you a song that Brian Ferry, of all people, wrote for the 1980s Fly remake. The name of the song is Help Me, which is actually a reference to a famous line from the 1950s Fly, which I just think is kind of cool. And secondly, I just want to showcase that The Five Blobs, after being created as a band for the movie The Blob, went on to make some more music. Not spooky particularly, just silly, random, adorable songs. So the year after The Blob came out, The Five Blobs made a song called From the Top of Your Goggle to the Bottom of Your Zooch. And if there was ever a perfect song to send to your crush with no context, it's this one. It's also kind of got a similar vibe to the Beware of the Blob song, like it's got the saxophone, it's, I don't know, it's a very cute song. So at the end of every episode, I take the opportunity to shout out a really great cause in the spirit of us spooky people coming together and helping if we're able to. Today I'm shouting out the Foundation for Rural and Regional Renewal, and basically they work with remote communities in Australia for disaster relief and also more long-term infrastructure stuff. The most direct link to donate is in the show notes on whatever platform you're listening to this on and I'm also going to put it on all the Deadbeat socials. Thank you, my friends, for being nerdy and spooky with me and going on this very, very bizarre little musical sci-fi journey thing. Come find me on the Instas and the Twitters at 
deadbeat scene, so deadbeat and then S-Y-N, where we are counting down to Halloween. And I like to make a lot of bonus playlists, like a few podcasts ago I made a joke about compiling a playlist of songs about the creature from the Black Lagoon, because for some reason there's heaps of songs about that one character, and then I did that yesterday. So you can find that on the socials if you want to vibe with entirely Creature from the Black Lagoon related songs from across the decades. I will see you next Wednesday for some Stephen King goodness. Spooky friends, be kind to yourselves. And before we finish up, I want to acknowledge that I record and produce this podcast on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I'd like to pay my respects to the elders and traditional owners of this land, and I want to acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. You're listening to a Sim Media Podcast. 